What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Professional Athlete Podcast. We are joined today by Gilad Jacobs. He's a chief innovation officer at Hyperice, founder of Normatech. And if you're not familiar with Hyperice, uh, start paying attention because you will see them on the bench or in the training room of just about every professional sports organization. Incredible the adoption that they've had. And that's one of the things that we talk about today. His team's mission to democratize access to the same recovery technology being used by today's elite athletes. And I can speak to it from personal experience. This stuff is incredible. The percussive therapy, the Normatech boots. Like I was first introduced to it when I was training for a decathlon. Blown away by the difference that it made. Uh, not only how I felt in the moment, but how I felt long term. Started using it more frequently. And I... I can't speak highly enough to the impact that this sort of thing can have just on your general well-being, physical well-being. So really hope folks take a lot away from this one and cannot forget to mention the team over at Hyperice was nice enough to give everyone who listens 10% off on Hyperice. So go ahead. There's a link in the show notes. Honestly, not shilling, but man, I love this company. This stuff really works. Go out and take care of your body, folks. All right. I think that's it. Man, short to-do list today. Without further ado, let's start the show. We're going up and down, over and over, over and over. It's the same old thing, up and down, over and under, under the radar, over everything. Well, cool. Gilad. Welcome to the show. We're excited to have you on. Good to be on, man. What's going on? Not much. Not much. Uh, we're just catching up a little bit about the snowstorm. So I'm looking at about six inches where we are, but I heard the Northeast <laughs> up in your neck of the woods got absolutely hammered. Yeah. I mean, you got to put the Boston curve on it though, because we're used to, uh, to, to getting that amount up here, but about two, two feet, I think maybe 26 inches out here. Um, but within Child's a day, play. it's all, all good to go. <laughs> perfect perfect uh well so like i do i was doing a little bit of research and i was excited to see that Hyperice was named by fast company as one of the most innovative com innovative companies of 2021 and you just so happened to be the chief innovation officer of Hyperice. so uh, i guess first congratulations um, but one thing that i, I really want to get your perspective on is you know in your eyes what does it mean to be uh innovative it's a great question. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time at the company talking about that and different people have different thoughts on the matter. My theory has always been innovation should be um, what's coming next and how do you get to it first? And mm -hmm. from that perspective, um, the challenge that we see a lot is we have some ideas and I think companies in general have the ideas, but sometimes the technology doesn't quite match up to it um, in okay. terms of what's available. Um, you look at the computer industry and, and how there's certain tech that's out there and it hasn't quite caught up to, you know, what's applicable yet. So um, a lot of what we spend our time doing is what's available now, what will be coming down the pike that we can anticipate hmm. from a tech perspective. Um, and what are the things that we need to actually build ourselves to, to have for our products that we need to literally innovate and create that hasn't been done before. Yeah. So, yeah. um, to dig, dig a little bit deeper, um, you're in a very interesting field because you have access to athletes, like real-time demand, real-time feedback, and I imagine probably pretty vocal feedback at times. Um, you know, to, to what extent does that weigh into the direction that your company takes some of these new new product lines or iterations? Um, or, you know, like, does that, does that, uh, is that just one piece of the puzzle? And are you looking at like internal R&D cutting edge research being done by the academic community? Like how are you kind of weighing all these different inputs? Yeah, for sure. So I guess it probably makes sense to go just back a little bit into the story. Um, so yeah. uh, Hyperice um, was founded about 10 years ago by Anthony Katz. And um, the company that I originally came from, Normatech, um, I started our uh, sports medicine division there. It was acquired by Hyperice just about two years ago. Um, Anthony and I had been friends for a while in the industry and kind of seen the same stuff. He would go into a training room and, uh, and, and see my shit and I'd go in the training room and see his shit. And, you know, we just started to, uh, to collaborate and, and kind of, uh, you know, ideate on, on, on certain opportunities. Um, but when yeah. both of us got started and, and I'll take it back a little bit to my history with Normatech, um, yeah, it really, it really was this concept of, 
you know, I had this product that was working on patients with poor circulation. Um, my late mom was our founder. She was an MD, PhD, um, actually not too far from you, at Cooper Hospital, just over the bridge in Camden, New Jersey. She was oh, chief, no of kidding. Re- chief of rehab there for, for a, a long time. And she started oh, seeing patients with poor circulation, and she wanted to create a better mousetrap to move the fluid in the body to kind of reduce the limb. A lot of times you have something called lymphedema, which is after breast cancer surgery or injury, and it's a big swollen uh, limb. And she theorized, and what we ended up realizing is that there was a way to really enhance blood flow and fluid movement in the body more effectively by mimicking what the body Hmm. does um, externally. So with the Normatec boots, pulsing and holding and releasing in a very strategic way, um, an algorithm that we developed and and, uh, has been very effective, um, to really mobilize that fluid. So I took it and, um, I remember the day I was like, mom, there's gotta be an application in sports. You know, I wrote a little bit in college. It was club, but for me it was, uh, it was high level. And, um, she said, kiddo, this isn't my jam sink or swim here, are two machines and five grand, you know, good luck. So yeah. the long and short of it really was that I needed to go somewhere. And I said, let's start at the top. So the top of the pyramid, like you just said, Ken is really the, the pro athlete world. Um, hmm. What are they doing? Um, they can afford anything, right? Um, they, right? they can spend as much time as they want on anything. So they're really going to do whatever they feel is really most advantageous. And we went in with the, the Normatec product right around the time that Anthony was doing um, his thing with, with Hyperice um, and got it on the best. And what was interesting is at first, um, it was the Normatec was originally used as a rehab tool. So something happened, you sprained your ankle, you got a ACL repair, you're rehabbing from something, there's a problem and you're using it as what they call yeah, it. Yeah, injury. Yeah, to really kind of rehab that. And um, when the light bulb went off for us, it was University of Florida. They had back-to-back uh, basketball championships uh, in the mid-2000s. And um, they said, you know, we need a bunch more units. And I was like, well, you already have two. You got like 14, 15 guys on a roster. How many ankle sprains do you have? I'm like, no, no, no. we're using it for what we now call fresh legs faster. And the whole concept where if right Interesting. you get a blood flow moving, things are going to get better and you're going to get legs back underneath you. And um, that kind of started our evolution down the road of kind of recovery before recovery was really a thing. You know, you go back far enough, recovery kind of meant drug and alcohol. And then for athlete recovery, you're recovering from an injury. And now recovery as a means of performance is this kind of new concept that uh, I'm excited to get into with you. Um, but as yeah. we kind of push forward, there was really working with the pros, working with the best of the best. And at first they all wanted to keep it as their secret weapon because they didn't want to tell anybody hmm. about it. Oh, I bet. Part of it was, um, they were used to seeing it in the training room and they didn't want the bad juju that maybe coach thought I was injured. This is, you know, before we realized and everyone else was utilizing it for, for kind of performance recovery. Um, and then from there it right. kind of migrated over to. Um, I just don't want my competition to know about it. Cause this is, you know, my, my secret sauce. Yeah. You know, so, and I guess th- this was early years for Normatech, mm-hmm. correct? Did, uh, did any of these universities approach you and, and want to actually invest, um, and, and try and, you know what I mean? I don't know. Cause I imagine like, like there's the great Gatorade story, right? And just coincidentally, it's university of Florida. Um, you know, did you ever get any, uh, of, of those sorts of requests from universities, Actually, great Gatorade storage at University of Florida. First time I go down there, I get introduced, and I'm blanking on his name, um, but he was one of the original sports scientists involved with the Gatorade formulation. I guess it was back in the 60s or 70s. Whenever right, that right, right. So he was telling me the story. He was the um, director emeritus of uh, athletic director or something like that at University of Florida. This is back in like 2007. Yeah. And he's telling me the story of, of kind of how everything got started. And I said, well, do you, you know, do you have any regrets or, you know, talk to me about the process? Like, I'm so fascinated. And he said, well, the one regret that I have is, you know, before when we were making the batches, we had to create a big enough vessel to be able to mix everything. And we used bathtubs. And back then, the citric acid that we were using was so intense that it would literally eat away at the enamel and it would eat through the bathtubs. And that's why You're back in the day, me. well, Gatorade wasn't always in, you know, can form. Um, sure. and before plastic bottles, it was in glass bottles cause it would eat away in a can until they <laughs> changed the formulation. Right. So imagine what that was doing to your insides back in the day. Now right. it's obviously different. Um, but he said, I wish I kept those, you know, eaten through bathtubs. That would have been, that would have been cool. Oh, kind of like the, the waffle makers for Bowerman and Nike. Absolutely. You know, well, and now, yeah. you know, you could just turn it into an NFT and you could sell it online <laughs> and you could do all sorts of shit with it. Um, 
That's that's incredible. Okay, so so sorry not to cut you off. So so Normatech. So that's interesting. So it was actually um, the people using the product who identified that there's a real recovery opportunity here, not just like a rehabilitation opportunity. Yeah, it's one of those great moments where you kind of let the product go out there and you yeah. wait for the consumer and the athletes and the sports teams to kind of tell you how it's being used and, and what they're doing. And it's fascinating. It's something that we spend a lot of time on. You know, you, you focus on the engineering, you focus on the product dev, you focus on the marketing, but it's kind of great in a bubble. You got to get it out there and you got to let everyone start mm-hmm. to interact with it. And a lot of times we'll come out with new product and, and as we're getting ready for the launch, we'll kind of get it out there and we'll go to an Ironman event, right? We'll go to whatever protein yeah. and we'll just sit back. And we'll just wait and kind of look and see how are they interacting with it? Are they turning it on the way that we thought? Are they using the settings the way that we originally thought? Um, There's so much information that you get. Now, on the flip side of that, sometimes the pro world, because we are dealing with the best in the world, so Olympic athletes and uh, NBA, NFL, NHL, you know, really we've been able to uh, penetrate just about every sport, which is tremendous. And I think a testament to how well the the product really works. not everything that a pro athlete does is applicable to somebody walking into a Best Buy who wants to feel good after, you know, playing uh, rough touch football on a Sunday with their kids. Right. Um, so being able to kind of figure out how do we give the masses, both the pros and the in-shape um, elites and the wannabe elites and everyone else down to the person who's just trying to live the best life. And those are you know, the real masses is people who just want to age gracefully and, and move the best that you can. We're really a movement company. If we can make you move easier and longer and feel better while you're doing it, um, we've right. succeeded really in our goal. Um, it, it's not always applicable, but, uh, you know, the human body is the human body, no matter how you look at it. And a lot of those principles kind of carry over. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that's been kind of really apparent, uh, specifically with Hyperice and Normatech, um, but I think more broadly, and that's kind of why I'm excited to do this podcast is, um, you know, that, that knowledge gap or that barrier that used to exist between what, like, you know, let's say an elite high-end performer, like an NFL athlete has access to. And to your point, uh, someone who walking around just a working professional, but wants to move better age gracefully, they now have access to the same sort of like technology and resources. And I just think that's so fascinating because I can even remember, so I, I played college football. Um, it, it was not that way, even at that time. And we're talking like, you know, 2006 to 2010, right? Like it was starting and the internet had been a huge, tremendous help. Um, but it felt like, you know, if you got a bad injury and your training staff couldn't handle it, like you had to go to some specialist who had, some level of information that wasn't widely available. You, know, you had to go to like a guru, practically like a recovery shaman. Uh, but I feel like with Hyperice, right, and, and what you've done with Normatech, it's breaking down a lot of those barriers and giving people access to a lot of this stuff. Um, and this isn't like a plug for Hyperice, by the way. I'm not like I'm not trying to sell Hyperice. <laughs> the I'm doing it right now. But like what, what I what I'm always impressed by is it seems very affordable as well. Like this is something that the average person can get their hands on and use on a regular basis. Yeah. It's really interesting because we look at it um, from a couple different perspectives. Um, one is uh, I guess taking your, your point and working backwards from a price perspective, you know, when technology first typically comes on the market, it's very expensive. It's available mm. to very select few people. A great way to think about that is car cell phones that were like three grand back in 1980, whatever. Um, and now everyone has you know, a cell phone you can buy at Seven Eleven if if you wanted to. So, um, how do we democratize, if you will, recovery? Because like you said, it wasn't originally designed for um, every you know, individual that's on the planet. It really sure. was for the best of the best um, because that's where the motivation was. That's where the, the, I call it the double M, the means and the motivation. That's you know, those yeah. individuals that have as much money as they want to spend and, and have as much time to focus on their bodies because that's what's allowing them to, to succeed in their profession. Um, but if you kind of go back a little bit and you were saying how, you know, you went to college and uh, played football there and the stuff that was available to you, part of it is the technology. Part of it is just the industry kind of coming into its own, us understanding Hmm. more as, as, as a world, right. From a scientific perspective of what the body needs, no longer just, you know, throw some ice at it. Um, back in the day, you know, you'd watch Randy Johnson, he'd throw, you know, eight innings or whatever it is. And then the post post game press conference and he's got his Mariner's jacket up here and he's got a big ice pack. And it's like, 
that's what every kid did. I mean, an ice pack because that's what Randy Johnson did. Um, I'm you, so I don't know if you know. I'm from the, like the Seattle area, so you're really not know speak, that. You're you're speaking my language right now, and you that legitimately def- was just a random. I mean, I was just a big Randy. You're Johnson defining fan my childhood. But that's we we always wanted to do. You know, be like Mike, and we didn't really Absolutely. know what Mike was doing. And even back in the day, yeah. these athletes weren't doing. Maybe it was cold plunge. Maybe they would take a day off. It was very passive from a recovery perspective. Again, if you weren't injured, you were kind of just allowing your body to try to heal. You try to get some sleep and everything else. And the technology has kind of come in along with the science. And in some cases, um, in the case of hyperice, for example, um, the technology has kind of maybe come a little bit before the science. And a great example of that is our hypervolt line that uses the percussion, right? So we came out with that in 2018. And before that, there were a couple of guys messing around with some jigsaws to, um, you know, add percussion or uh, this company, I believe it was out of uh, Nevada, it was like a small mom and pop, the guy was making his basement called DMS, right? D-Muscle Stimulator. Um, and it was like a $3,000 bulky, kind of whatever it is. And so, people knew, so, mm-hmm. not to, you were not rocking to DMS? So not to interject, uh, and mm-hmm. that, I'm glad you said that. So this would have been, you know, God, 2007. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I was training with uh, actually Marv Marinovich and Gavin McMillan out at the Sports Science Lab. I don't know if you know those guys. They do a lot with like high-level NBA guys. Um, but this is back then. And I it must have been one of these DMS machines. I mean, it was, I'm pretty sure, made of metal. And it looked like a piston just coming out of this thing. Like there was no soft rubber end. But that was kind of like the first iteration of what I saw. Um and I, you know, I, we tried to bring one back to school and they were like, what this, what the hell is this bullshit? Basically. Yeah, somebody, what is this thing? Why would yeah, you it, need it? What is it and why do you need it? And that exactly. is the crux of it is that, again, it's the technology and the understanding of the science and what's going on with the body. So, you know, you go back to New York Times, 2008 headline, scientists discover a new organ in the body. Like, it was crazy, right? We've known our bodies for, you know, millennia at this point, and we've been dissecting people at least for the last 150, 200 years very successfully to know what's going on in the body. Um, And what they discovered is um, how you define an organ, you could define the interstitium, which is really the network, the web of um, uh, material and fluid pockets between the muscles. And it's all this connective tissue, right? And it's yeah. one of the largest organs in the body because it's everywhere. It's connecting everything, right? So you have your muscles, but it's all this stuff. And the lymph is flowing through there, the lymphatic system and, and, and pockets. And it's one of the reasons why um, we're so supple as, as young people. A girl is typically not going to feel injury. But as you get older and things aren't biting as much and we're not as hydrated, not just how much we you know, obviously drink from a water bottle during the day, sure. but also just our bodies in general, we move that stuff around. So. The idea of percussion and compression and some of the other things that Hyperice has really focused on with our technology line is being able to take um, the body and create, in a way, um, body hygiene. And that's where a lot of this is hmm. going to be going. And what we see this going, you know, everyone, whether it's not a care, a regular toothbrush, you're using floss, you're using mouthwash, you're taking care of your dental structures uh, very appropriately, at least, you know, hopefully uh, right. people you're hanging out with are. Um, and it's the same thing. We have skincare routines and everything else. What are we doing for our bodies, our muscles on a regular basis for body hygiene? So whether it's using Hypervolt for five to 10 minutes a day, um, and you can rock in your car a lot of the times you're a quad and, and, and uh, you know, doing, you should see uh, our Zoom calls. Everyone just, you know, using Hypervolt or in Normatex. It's pretty fun. Um, awesome. Fun company to work for. Um, I bet. <laughs> but all of this kind of technology moving towards kind of, the science and, and where everything is going. And that's always been for, for me and for us, um, two sides of the mountain. You have the science over here and you have real world application immediate feedback over here. Cause we know, I'm sure you've experienced that or have athletes around you have experienced that. Or there was stuff that there wasn't really any scientific evidence for, but there was some dude who would be in his underwear upside down doing a headstand in the middle of winter, eating peanut butter and pickles because he thought it like helped him recover. And, yeah, a little bit is that superstition, but some of it is just because people feel that it's improving something and they want to kind of stick with it. So where you actually have science and real-world application meet is kind of that pinnacle, and that's a lot of 
what we're spending our time on, and, and these are the products that we're coming out with, is both scientifically based as well as um, it feels really good and, and it actually does stuff. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to that point, so um, I, I've, I've gotten to use like the Hyperbowl and I've, I love the Normatech. Uh, I don't, I don't have any, I'm going to lobby really hard after this, by the way, <laughs> yes, my wife. Um, but they're amazing. And, and I've even used it in an extreme situation. So, you know, I've talked about this before on the show. I used to do this decathlon back when it happened in New York city, wall street decathlon. Yeah. Detail. Awesome. Yep. Awesome event. Like great people, great cause, but it, it's one of the more taxing things I've ever done in my life. Right. Cause you back to back, you're doing all these events, you're running a 400, you're doing pull-ups, you're doing a 500 meter, you are absolutely dead. And they had a Normatech booth set up and I was like, Oh God, man, I'm dying. I got to do something. Let me like run over and like, see what this is all about. And even in such a short period of time, you know, I, I didn't get a full 45 minutes. I maybe got like 20, 25 in the boots just after absolutely getting crushed. I mean, physically walking out of there felt so much lighter and just kind of felt like, you know, I imagine a lot of this probably like lactic acid buildup and all. I mean, just, it's like it all had been like flushed and it's, you know, it, it just such a substantial increase immediately in my performance in that moment that I was like, wow, I was like, okay, you know, I got to get through today, but after this, I got to figure out what's going on over here with Normatech because this stuff is amazing. Um, so go ahead. we love, we, we love that. It's, it's a great sound bite. Um, that's what we live for. Um, whether it's a D10, whether it's a, actual Olympic level decathlon with USA track and field. And at the Olympic level, um, we obviously have the winter Olympics that are, that are coming up pretty soon. Right. And, um, and everything else, or you're not just using it during actual performances, but you're using it during training sessions because that's great, right. For a performance session, especially, but it, it's to some degree, a little bit rare in the sense that um, not everyone's doing decathlon. You'll do a Ironman, you'll do a marathon, you'll do a 5k or whatever your sport is, play a game of basketball. Um, but you're training, right. Yeah. Two, three times a day as a professional athlete, one really, you know, hard five days a week. If you're kind of more of a normal person, just trying to get after it, what can yep. you do in between those to make the best, kind of strides and improvement so that not only are you ready to go hard the next time, but you're also reducing the rate of injury. Because if you are mm. feeling fatigued and you're not putting your all into it and you might misstep or you might not be able to get your leg up quite high enough on a rep or whatever it is, that's where you start introducing uh, more injuries. That's why you see more uh, injuries typically, you know, towards the ends of, of games because people are kind of fatigued and, and their bodies are feeling it more. And it's just a different um, state than when they first start off. Yeah. So we, we love that soundbite. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's immediate. Um, you, you know, and that's one of the great things. There's other technologies that are out there that there is science on paper, but you don't really feel too much. And you're just mm. like, okay, now what, now what do I do? And am I going to yeah. stick with that? And we love that intersection of the science is there along with the real world application. And like you said, you get in, you feel it, you don't have to wait three hours. It's, you know, within 15, 20 minutes, you're feeling something happening and you pop out and you're better than uh, when you started. Yeah. And, well, so, and, and so this is something I wanted to ask you about today. Um, you know, as I get older, you know, I've got three little kids, like longevity, health span, quality of life, everything you said, movement. These are all things that are very much like top of mind for me. And I'm, I'm kind of re-architecting the way I approach things, even like working out, you know, when looking at at things through that lens. So what I would love to understand and knowing that you founded Normatech, can, can you talk a little bit about what's happening in the body when someone is using those Normatech boots and, and why kind of like that compression and circulation is to your point, not just valuable, maybe in the moment and recovering from a hard workout, but some of these potential like, you know, quality of life benefits that you can see by using something like that on a more consistent basis. Yeah, it's, it's a great question, great point, and it really comes down to fluid dynamics in the body, right? So okay. we have this, this, this you know, matrix um, within our, our muscle groups and, and surrounding our muscles of um, the interstitium. And anything we can do to open up those layers and create better pathways for the fluid to move is very beneficial. <laughs> so when you rock a hypervolt, for example, into tissue, and you're actually using that percussive technique, right? To go back and forth at whatever the RPMs are, something ridiculous. You do slow-mo cameras. It's amazing. Like what's yeah. actually happening. Um, but what it's actually doing is as it's percussing, it's actually allowing those layers to kind of expand. And then when you jump in the Normatech boots, 
that mechanism that we patented and, and that's employed while you're in the booth, it's flushing out all of the byproducts of activity, the lactic acid, all the stuff that you want to get out. You want to get the bad stuff out. You want to get the good stuff in, right? Yeah. We basically just want a quick oil change uh, for the body, so to speak. So mm-hmm. by opening up those layers of tissue and by moving that stuff out, um, you're really going to give your, yourself really the best, best shot at um, getting back to where you need to be. Yeah. And is, and so this is obviously something the body does naturally as well. Is it just that Normatec, um, and to your point, like the percussive therapy, it just like helps your body do that more efficiently, faster, more effectively. I don't mean to put a bunch of words in your mouth. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah. I mean, what we're doing is we're employing, um, on the Normatec side, a lot of natural, um, physiological mechanisms. So the, um, uh, pulsing action mimics the calf muscle. So you're out there and you're, you know, running on the field, the detent decathlon, or you're running to the bus, same principle, your calf muscle is acting like a heart down below, moving you forward, but also pumping the blood flow kind of back up north. So that pulsing action made a lot of sense. We employed that. That's one of the things yeah. you feel with the Normatec. Um, and then we have these great one-way valves in our body that prevent the fluid from coming down. So we did a similar thing where we're below where you're actually pulsing and moving kind of like the toothpaste in the tube kind of in the right direction. Um, so hmm. a lot of that is all natural based. We're just kind of allowing the body to speed up what it's normally going to do. Cause you work out and you're completely, you know, flat out, completely maxed. And then you're in bed for 10 days, right. And you're sleeping and you're eating and you're drinking, but you're not moving. You're going to get up. You're going to be you know, groggy, but you're going to be feeling fine. It's going to happen. It's just going to take a long time. We need to speed that up. We need to give the athlete the power um, in his or her hands to really take you know, control of their destiny and do even more so. I mean, we see that across the board in life where um, I remember back in the day, one of our director of manufacturing, this is years ago, I was chatting with him and we were going back and forth with a vendor over email and drawings and this and that. This is some of the early days of Nortec. And I said, you know, Peter, how did you do this back in the day before email? Hmm. Like, did you carry your pigeon? He's like, no, we would send faxes or FedEx. I'm like, how long did this take? So right. we've sped things up, you know, you're nothing unless you're on your phone and you're emailing and you're dealing right. with a kid over here and you're watching TV and you're cooking. Like you got to do all these things. Same kind of thing where we need to just do the most that we can, um, that we possibly can on a day-to-day basis to make ourselves feel as good as possible. And what's great is that you don't just have to, I mean, think back to what people used to do that had time and money. Well, you get a massage, right? Yep. A lot of those principles um, kind of carry over into the Normatec and, and um, uh, Hyperice line products um, in, in terms of moving fluid and, and kind of getting after the fascia and the muscles and, and um, allowing things to kind of um, move in the right fashion. Um, but not everyone has the time and the money. Massages are great. I love massages when I can get them, usually pre-COVID times. But sure, yeah. um, everything else is really just about how do we allow people to access this technology in the easiest way possible so that it can make the best impact and, and benefit on their on their day-to-day. Yeah. Do you, uh, I'm sure you do, but I'd be interested to hear, like, do you have any interesting data points around um, just how much like consistent use of some of these like recovery protocols that you guys enable can actually, I guess, I guess first I'm always interested in like the realm of sport, like improve athletic performance or reduce injury. Um, but I'd be interested to hear, like, are, are you guys also like contributing some studies around like aging and longevity? Is that, is that going to be another focus? for the company yeah aging longevity um really aging the way that you want to age right because the idea that okay right. you know you're a retiree and you just kind of have to hang it up and you know you can't really play with the grandkids the way you want to whatever it is um, yeah. we're going to be living longer and longer as science and medicine allows us to have better medicines and identify illness and and issues kind of earlier on um but really from what's going on i mean there's no I could throw out a percentage. I'd probably be bullshitting you. Like, hey, 33% better recovery. It, you know, it's so arbitrary because there's so many variables that go into it. What sure. was your activity? What was your level beforehand? Are we talking about a guy like LeBron James? Or are we talking about a guy like me, you know, playing pickup at, at Equinox on a Saturday? Like, you know, where are right. we with this? Um, one of the interesting yeah. studies that we did at the U.S. Olympic Committee was actually, and, and this is another question, which is how do you actually measure recovery? Like, what are you actually measuring with recovery? And I remember back in the day, I mm. got a secret pass somehow to the Nike secret lab up in Oregon. 
And I went awesome. down and literally they made me sign my life away that I wouldn't talk about what was in there. Um, and I was talking with one of their top sports scientists back in the day. And I said, well, what is the gold standard? And he's like, well, it's not to make people feel less pain. I don't care if you feel more pain as long as you're performing better. So in the end, it's about performance, right? Because sure. we recover in order to be able to perform. And that yeah. could be in an NBA game or that could be rolling around on the kid, you know, floor with your kids. Um, but whatever it is, we want to maximize that opportunity. Um, so this Olympic committee study that we had done was looking at something called a pressure pain threshold test where it, it used a device called an algometer, which looks like a kind of a cell phone with a rubber tip at the bottom and you press it into the muscle. So this could be quads or hamstrings, calf, and it's measuring downward force. And you have okay. the participant or the athlete in this case kind of indicate pressure, 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 pain, boom. And you mark it and you have a, a note, right? Downward force meter. And you take that three times, you take the average and you can do that. The idea, right, is like if you're recovered and you take your thumb and you jam it in your quad, you're going to be like, all right, that's weird, but like, I'm cool. But if you work out really hard and you jam it in your quad the next day, you're going to be like, oh, that delayed onset muscle soreness is real. Like the struggle is yeah. real. That hurts. So the sure. idea is from a pain um, uh, to pressure threshold perspective, um, we can kind of look at that stuff. And it was one of the earlier studies. We also did some studies on flexibility. You look at thermography and there's lots of things that are out there. Um, so I could come up with a percentage, but there's so many variables and um, you know, also different body parts have different uh, feedback and um, different, I mean, there's so, there's so much there. What I can tell you is that both from a scientific perspective as well as real world, again, the pros can use anything they want. And the fact that they're all choosing Hyperite, the fact that they're all choosing Normatec from a, a, a yeah. compression and a percussion, uh, our thermal lines, our vibrating foam rollers, everything else, um, they don't owe us anything, right? I mean, a lot of them are investors, so they, they see where this is going and they, they want to get on board. Um, but they can use anything they want. They're using the stuff that will legally enhance their performance to the best of their ability. And they just keep coming back to the stuff because it really works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I've, I've used, uh, I believe it's the hyperbolt. Um, what's incredible is like when you use some of these percussive, I hope I'm using the right terminology for you, but like the percussive therapies, how would you get? Is yeah. that, is, thanks man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what was really eye opening to me and like my kids love it. My wife loves it. Like it's the increased range of motion that you're just like, Whoa, I, I didn't even realize how locked up I was right? Maybe because I haven't gotten a massage in two years or because I've just been training a certain way and not paying attention to flexibility. Um, it's kind of like what you were saying with the boots. It's that ability to almost get like instant relief and like instant positive feedback. Um, and it's, you know, it kind of just makes you think it's like, wow, okay. You know, how does that play out over time as to your, I'm trying to age gracefully. It's like, I want to be able to move the way I want to move. I want to be active into my older years. Um, this whole show is not about longevity, but clearly it's top of mind for me right now. Um, <laughs> but that, that's why I'm so interested in some of the stuff that you guys are building because it, it seems to have such an impact um, and, and such a tangible impact. Whereas a lot of these things that you can do for your health and wellness, you're kind of taking a little bit of a leap of faith or you're hoping that it shows up three, six months, a year down the road. It's pretty cool to have access to something like this where it's like, whoa, there was a change that just happened. Yeah. I think that concept of body hygiene comes back into play here where mm. you're not just going to brush your teeth once and that's going to be it. Right. Yeah. That, that'd be a bad day. Um, but you're doing these things and, and in, in, in health, we don't want to just do things when we need to. You don't want to just brush your teeth once you have a cavity. You want to yep. do these things to give yourself the best chance to not have cavities, to have fresh breath, to feel really sure. good, to have good dental structures. Same thing with the body, right? What are those things that we can do to kind of go through our day to feel really good? That's not only going to help our performance day to day, whatever that is. It could be sitting on five hours of Zoom calls without getting up to go to the bathroom like most of us are doing these days. Um, yep. And, you know, pushing that or the performance. And as you continue to navigate through life, um, really that longevity and, and aging, not just about how long you live, it's how well you live during that length of yeah. time, right? We've Which seen, I think is a big perspective yeah. shift that's important. Yeah. In the end, it's about being as happy for as long as you possibly can. And um, mm. for everyone that I've ever met, um, you know, you talk to my wife's grandparents, they're in their nineties, they're still around They're they're doing great. 
And um, if there's ever a health, you know, incident, I, you know, Leon, the grandfather, loves to tell me, you know, um, it's, you know, you have health, um, you have everything, right? Yeah. And if you're, if you're moving, if you're moving well, you have everything. It's when yeah. you have a problem, I'm sure you had injuries and, and moments where you're not moving as effectively as, as you want to be, and it completely shifts your entire mindset into what's possible and, and how do you frame your day to day. Yeah. So whether you're performing and we love talking about performance, we're talking about pros and all that good stuff. Cause it's sexy and it's fun. And, um, it's, it's, you know, intriguing of what they're doing and how do we unlock the secrets of the best in the world. But yep. in the end, it's about just whatever you're doing, whatever's in front of you, how do you do that to the best of your ability and, and feel good while you're doing it? Yeah. Well, and to that end, I've got a question for you. So with hyper ice now, you guys, you know, I'm, I guess uh, products or, you know, recovery technologies, modalities, however you want to refer to them. Um, you guys offer now a fairly like wide array of offerings, right? So for someone who maybe listens to this and they're like, hey, look, I like the idea of feeling better, moving better. Um, c- could you kind of quickly run through like how should someone go about making a decision as to like what might be the best fit for them? And, and so maybe to even make this question more focused, it's like, look, you've got the the hyperbolt, like the percussive therapy, right? We talked a little bit about like body hygiene. You've got some of these like hot, cold contrast treatments. You've got the Normatec boots, you know, I guess, how do you see, and maybe you don't see it this way, but like, how do all of these different means of recovery kind of work in unison? Yeah. And it's a great, it's a great question. Something we spend a lot of time on because we, you know, obviously we understand that not everyone is buying every single product in the lineup, just like, you know, as a, um, diehard Apple user. I'm not buying every sure. single product in the lineup. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you want to look at kind of the Mac, uh, if you will, as the Normatec boots, if you want to look at your iPhone as the Hypervolt, if you want to look at these other things, you know, anchor yourself um, from a percussive therapy perspective. You could look at it a couple different ways. One, what's going to give you the most bang for your buck? And two, really how mm. you're coming after it, what do you have going on? So someone who's young and healthy and doesn't have anything, and they're just feeling good, they may, which is a lot of people, but also not most of us, um, they may not need the Hyper X, which is the hot, cold, uh, immediate uh, hot, cold, just crazy marvel of technology that you literally, uh, making something hot is easy, right? In the sense that it's been done before. Heated socks, heated steering wheel, heated seats, sure. heated blankets, it's out there. And we have a great Venom line for that um, and, and how you apply that. Making something cold is really freaking challenging. You usually so need was... like refrigerant. Yeah. I was trying to read up on this because I was like, where's the ice? Where's like the water technology? So I'm glad we're going this way because I was trying to figure out how the heck you guys are doing this. It sounds like it's like pretty instantaneous, the the back and forth. Well, the crew that came up with this, um, they did a wonderful job. They they were actually uh, college um, soccer players and they would go through injury and they would get on the bus and, you know, they would have the ice water machine on their knee and they're like, okay, I get the benefits of it. And we talk about the merits of of, of ice baths um, exclusively without the contrast component, but this concept of hot and cold, alternating and everything else is great. And a, a hot plunge, you know, come on the road with them typically, and you're not dropping down into your, you know, um, swim trunks and jumping in or whatever it is. So yeah. how can we take that hot and easy in the sense that these clothes that get hot and life is good, cold is really tough, you need a refrigerant. Right. You need to stick yeah. something in a freezer for a while. You need ice. You need ice water. So it's this really awesome um, technology, Peltier technology. It's actually been around for a while, but harnessed in a, a very unique way that yeah. when you run electricity through um, these these tiles, if you will, that are embedded um, throughout the hyper ice X, um, one side gets hot, one side gets cold. And if you alternate the direction of the current, it actually flips the polarity of the hot and the cold. And you're actually able to harness that Wow. get hot and cold in the different areas the way that you want and it gets pretty freaking cold i mean it's like wow i can like you know cool my beer on this um yeah and it, it really is um such a such a cool technology where everyone has felt okay heat start okay that feels good but instant cold is like not from a freezer is crazy then to go back to your point the it's pretty the hot wild cold, it's, it's totally wild totally yeah because i was looking to it, it, it it's not even plugged into anything, right? It's like you charge it up, if I read it correctly, it's and then it's like, yeah, it's battery powered. And I was like, how in the hell are you doing it's this? It's wireless, instantaneous cold with with no uh, mold and mildew and water yeah. and ice pack needs and everything else. 
and it's fantastic. So that it feels great, but not everyone, for example, needs that. It feels really good and people want it, but if you don't have an injury, if you don't have something where you want to focus attention on that and you're feeling good, you may not maybe let's say necessarily need that. Again, there's a lot of people like that. Most of us have something, right? I can only imagine mm. after years of playing football and I'm guessing you played in high school too. Usually people don't just walk on unless you were some kind of like punter in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> rough, yeah, playing rugby. I'm sure you, I'm sure you've gotten, uh, you know, taken out more times than you like to, uh, to account. Um, Absolutely. We all, we all have something there. Um, and then, you know, my, my typical routine is I have my hyperbole and we have a couple of different ones, depending on what, what's happening. And we have, you know, different sizes and, 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 and power, depending on who you are and what you're trying to get done. Um, but we're hypervolting on a regular basis. I got my Norma tech boots that I'm in, you know, a handful of times a week, depending on what's going on, especially after heavy loads or, you know, a ski day or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I really love our, our venom. Uh, which is um, our heat uh, modality. And we have uh, a knee, a back, and a shoulder. I, I love the, the lower back one that goes on while you're actually in the Normatec boots. It feels really good. Um, I'm less of a foam roller person. I'm j- I just am. I'm just not mm. as big a foam roller person as some other people. Maybe I should be. Um, I like to stretch. Um, when you're in and using our Viper technology, uh, which is vibration. We also have our hyperspheres, which is kind of like a vibrating uh, softball, if you will. And we have a smaller yeah. one, like a tennis ball. That's really good. Like I'll, I'll, every once in a while, if I'm jumping rope and I just go a little too hard too soon, I might pop something in my calf, right? And you're feeling that mm. knot. And I'll just use that yep. to kind of like work it out. Um, but it really is kind of all about what you're feeling and, and kind of who you are. And the biggest thing is to figure out how you can incorporate this stuff because you can have all this great equipment available, but if you don't have the time and you can't configure your routine, and we spend a lot of time on that too, how can we have something that's quiet enough that you can actually use when you're on a phone call for work or while you're watching TV, you know, and your Netflix and chill. So you can kind of get after it that way. Um, So a lot of, a lot of thinking goes into that for sure. Yeah. Well, and uh, there's another brand to be named. I, I had uh, their original gun, but like I had to stop using it because I couldn't use it in uh, in front of the TV with the kids. And I, you know, whatever. I, I think they've made some some changes as well. Keep, but like, keep, we, keep keep the guns away from the kids, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's wild west out here. But exactly what you said, right? Like, I I think that's a perfect example. I had a technology that was really interesting and probably, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things have advanced. I'm sure it maybe got me 80% of the, the way there to what, you know, current technology can do. Um, but it was prohibitive in the sense that like, it didn't make sense to use it within the course of my daily life because it was too loud. My kids couldn't hear bubble guppies. Like it just didn't work out. Um, so that makes sense. But you said something about the hyper and you know, again, like I know you're not a, a thermoregulation researcher, but I, I am interested, like, wh- why is that contrast of hot and cold uh, so important? And kind of like what what's happening there um, that's, you know, beneficial to someone either trying to recover? It sounds like that's more injury specific versus just general, like you said, body hygiene recovery. Like wh- what's kind of the process that that's creating? Yeah, um, it's a great question and something that we talk about a lot because either there's not real good education on it or, or misconceptions around this. So um, again, it goes back to fluid dynamics and while mm. you may not be injured, right? So you're not rehabbing any injury, you didn't tweak your ankle or something like that, where obviously that makes sense in those cases when you talk about why um, yeah. you are micro injuring yourself when you work out, right? You're tearing your muscle fibers. And the idea is that once you recover, they build back, they build back stronger and bigger and off you go. Um, so there is kind of at the micro level, um, injuries that are, that are happening. We got to get your body back to where you need to be. What's going on when you, um, do contrast is, um, when you introduce cold to your body, right? Uh, We all love that term shrinkage, right? It happens. It's because the blood (laughs) vessels are constricted and it's not allowing, I got, I got to put this in somewhere throughout the, uh, I was going to say Q George Costanza. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It was cold. It was cold. Um, but it's on Netflix and I'm, I'm, I'm systematically going through from season one on, and it's just such a national treasure. um, Perfect. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, but when you introduce cold, you're vasoconstricting, which is the blood vessels tightening up. Mm. And that's, um, Good on the one hand, if you immediately injure yourself, you want to put ice, let's say, on an ankle or a knee when you go down because you're going to slow the metabolism to that area. 
But as soon as that's done, you want to get the good stuff in and the bad stuff out. So yeah. then they say, well, take hold and jump into hot. When you use hot, you vasodilate. You're opening up those blood vessels, right? You have better blood flow. So right. by kind of alternating those, by closing the blood flow and then opening it up and closing the blood flow and opening up, and notice what I'm doing with my hands um, here, kind of opening and closing, it's yeah. also mimicking what the Normatec does, the pulsing action. Right. right. Opening and closing. So by doing that, it's allowing your body to flush out all the, the, the bad stuff out and the good stuff in and, and allowing the body to kind of um, uh, hypercharge, if you will, the, the fluid movement in the body. Um, so hmm. that's where it kind of comes into play. And the question is, um, is it applicable to everyone? Do you have time? Do you have the ability you know, to jump into contrast baths and everything else? And some people swear by it. Some people hate the cold. Some people love it. Some people don't know why they like it and they're doing it anyway. Um, so being able to kind of, again, infuse technology into your daily routine um, is, is, is a big thing. Because, again, you have the best thing in the world, but if you don't use it, it's not doing anyone any good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just kind of had this thought. What's interesting to me about a lot of the um, like recovery protocols and offerings that you guys specialize in a lot of it is just helping your body do what it already is meant to do, but like more effectively. Um, you know, as an example, it's it's like this, you said like fluid dynamics and the ability to help like your body circulate just more efficiently. It's like your body's going to come in and clean all this up. It's like these tools are just a means to like let that happen more efficiently. Um, and maybe that's completely obvious to people. Everyone's like, yeah, no shit, Ken. Like <laughs> if we get that. Um, but, it, you know, it's just interesting to me. It's, it's like... Um, just like I said, just enabling your body to do what it's meant to do faster, quicker, more effectively, I guess. Does that sound right? Well, and I think that last um, term you just used more effectively is also kind of hitting the nail on the head because it's not only doing what your body's meant to do that your body would normally do, would just take more time. So it's not just we're speeding up, but we're actually enhancing. Like you said, uh, okay. you know, use it on your shoulder and all of a sudden I got my range of motion. Yeah. Right. If you just sat there all day, maybe you're not uh, worked from that perspective, from a shoulder perspective, but you're not going to have that necessary, you know, range of motion. So yeah. maybe it's getting the body back to its absolute peak possible performance level. Yep. Um, and no, that, I love it. that's something, you know, that, uh, is, is really intriguing and, um, exciting for, I guess, most people who want to go through their day and, and feel good about it. No, I, I think so. I think so. Um, well, th this has been awesome and, and, and really insightful. So I think maybe it's just one last question to end on here because I know we got to get you going. Um, you know, what, what's kind of next? What's, what's coming down yeah. the pike for, for Hyperice that you're excited about? Is there anything that your team's doing? Is there anything going on broader in the space that kind of has people um, excited about new possibilities? Yeah, it's a great question. A question I get a lot. Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> we, we mums the word uh, from all the stuff that we have going on. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But uh, suffice it to say, we don't rest on our laurels and we do not uh, sure. say, okay, we got a good product and, and we're good. We're constantly evolving and, you know, I'll use the bad cliche term, uh, innovating, right, um, that we talked about earlier. Um, yep. Of, of what's out there and, and what's coming down the pike. For us, it's continuing to push the envelope of what is out there that can actually get the job done even better and faster. And mm -hmm. along with the education piece, and as the industry starts to look at it, again, recovery is something that people are now paying attention to. It's not just for the pro athletes. Um, yeah. How can we bring that technology down um, in price? You know, you talked about the DMS. We talked about that earlier. That was around, you know, 3,500 bucks, four grand, whatever it was back in the day. Um, yep. Raptor, which was the original Hyperbolt, um, uh, mm. at Hyperice was around 3,300, 3,500, something like that. It was big and in industrial and got the job done. It was a lot of power, but it yeah. was cord and it was huge. Um, and bringing that price point down, again, democratizing it to make it available and accessible to more people is really exciting for us. And as I think people start cluing in, I mean, the idea that I couldn't get sports medicine companies back in the day to create a recovery section in their sports medicine catalog right? That's, that's a catalog that's geared toward pro and collegiate and, and in some cases, high school, like top performers. But Best Buy has a whole recovery section now where you can go in and get all the hyperized products. And that's a Best Buy in like, you know, Ohio, like just random spots, because people are recognizing that there is this focus and attention and technology that's available to help themselves, yeah. you know, move and feel better. 
You know, it's funny now. It's kind of like looking back and being like athleisure. Like what the who cares about <laughs> yoga pants? You know what I mean? And now it's like you can't go to the grocery store without seeing 20 pairs of them. Not that I'm looking. But it's just it's just like hard to remember a time when recovery wasn't important now. Like I feel like it's almost so pervasive. You know, it, it's funny to think back to and when sorry, when was Norman Tech started? So this was this like two so thousand. We started yeah, so Nortec started in the early O's, um, again, for medical populations, and I started uh, branching out the sports medicine division starting that uh, about 2007, 2008 is when we got, we got going. Unbelievable. And Hyper has been around for yeah. about 10 years now. So, um, you know, it really was riding that wave of getting in with those pros early. And a lot of yeah. the technology that we have now was really informed by what the pros are doing, what they were trying to cobble together on their own as the science and the application started to kind of show itself in and out of the training room. And it started to kind of really, really this trickle down effect. And it's, it's super yeah. cool to see something that LeBron James would, you know, covet and use and not talk about um, and use for years before people knew that he was in, for example, the Normatech boots or, or, or the Hyperbole. And now it's just like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll grab it for Christmas. Like it's, you know, no big thing. Um, right. Yeah. Pretty, Weekend pretty warrior can throw them on and watch Seinfeld. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Hey, th I, this has been uh, such a great conversation. Uh, I, I truly hope it helps people and I'm not pitching Norman. I'm just serious. Like I, I love the stuff you guys make. Um, it, it, it's made a huge difference, uh, you know, in whatever like athletic pursuits I have, but to your point and just like generally feeling better, moving better, um, and that's, that's true for my whole family. So, uh, you know, cl closing thought here, if, if people want to learn more either about you personally or the company, like where can I point them? Where's a great place to start? Obviously the Hyperice website. Um, but yeah, Hyperice website, um, Googling you know, Hyperice and Normatech and just reading some of the stuff that's out there. Um, touching base with some of our customer service people. We love, we love talking about what we do and, and why we do it. Um, and obviously, you know, Instagram and Twitter and all, all those good, uh, uh, sources of information, but, um, just kind of, again, going back and saying, you know, what are the pros using? They can use anything in the world. Why do they keep coming back to the stuff? It's cause it works. It's not a yeah. fad. It's one of those things where, I mean, remember the Eagles were in the playoffs and they're like, Oh, pickle juice, right. Or, or something, right. I mean, there's always these things that come out maybe pickle juice is the best thing and we just haven't zeroed in on it. But, um, the fact that this has been around for a decade and only becoming more and more, um, uh, instrumental and, and infused into our daily routine, I think is, um, something that I'm excited to see kind of where this goes for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Thank you uh, for making the time. We appreciate it. And, uh, maybe, maybe at some point in the future, we can have you back on. Awesome. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Man, mommy. You better go ask mommy, daddy. <laughs> Welcome back friend. Yeah. <sighs> Lover. Thank you, pal. <laughs> Lover. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, this is nice. Upstairs. Getting back. You and I talking again. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was really cool. How about that transition? <laughs> so full disclosure, I've, I, I, I've been wanting to talk to him since we started the show. Yeah. And when I first reached out, he was like, Hey, now's not a great time. Like very interested, but like follow back, like very nice. I now realize I was reaching out to him like right when he was in the midst of selling his company. <laughs> uh. He's like, Hey man, look, I am trying to, <laughs> to sell uh, my life's work. He's like, can you just get back to me at a later date? <laughs> he is so nice though. Yeah. So cool. I just want to call that out. He is, uh, an incredibly inspiring person, both because of what he's accomplished, but he's also just very motivating. He's very positive. Yeah. Like I hope that came through and I think it did in the interview, but like totally. just getting the chance to interact with him before and after, just like he's great. Awesome. Um, but man, I love that company. Yeah. And you've loved them for oh. what? When did you first do the detail? I was trying to think about like that. Like six years ago? Five years ago? Uh, not quite. Five it's, years ago. It's hard to remember with the pandemic. But yeah, maybe four or five years no, ago. No, it was now. four because our young our middle was a baby? Four years. I mean, it was five. I don't know. It's hard to do. It's hard to keep time. For, the, per time. for the purpose of this podcast, it was four. Yeah, okay. To the listener's knowledge. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but I'm not joking. And I'm I'm not, um, you know, what's the word? Shilling mm -hmm. their stuff. Like uh, he, they, they're actually really nice. They're going to give everyone 10% uh, off. 
oh on hyper cool. ice. So Us I, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it works that way, uh, but we'll see how good their tracking software is. But no, but so that's amazing. So 10% off people are listening. <laughs> that was a nerdy tech joke. There's going to be, yeah, well, <laughs> fair point. But anyways, love their stuff. The Normatech, I, I really can't stress enough. You instantly feel different. Yeah. After doing it. It's incredible. That's the I'm next thing on my list. I really want to get some. Add it to your birthday present list? My birthday present list. Okay. My rolling birthday present list. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about me. What did you think? Thoughts? Um, I thought it was awesome. I loved his idea of body hygiene. Right? Yeah. And not just like, you know, clean your pits, people. <laughs> also like, important. <laughs> like the way we take care of our teeth and our like skincare routine. It's the way we should be taking care of our body in like a recovery. It's funny because way. you literally spend your entire life in your body and we just constantly neglect it. I know. Yeah. Well, less so now for us at least, but totally like before. Oh yeah. We're getting dialed in. Don't get recent me wrong. Years, you're like, oh, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> well, and I guess what I mean by that too is I love this idea of body hygiene because like, let's say if you're an athlete, pull a hamstring, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, wow, I need to take care of this hamstring. But it took you actually getting injured to dedicate like the time and the attention yeah. or the resources to do that properly, mm -hmm. where pe people take better preventative care of their car than they do their body. Yeah. You know? Some people. Some people. That's true. There's some people out there just <laughs> 150,000 miles on that little Subaru. Although, you know, those things can go... 200 plus. <laughs> I digress. But it's, there's, you know, what, what's that quote? It's like a, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Mm -hmm. Benjamin Franklin. I love that. Yeah. It, but it's like, why am I not doing, or why were we not I'm doing that, that for our body? Yeah, it's, don't worry. I got a whole list of quotes <laughs> written down in my phone. You're going to find them just everywhere. <laughs> You're going to open your sock drawer. <laughs> like ounce of prevention, pound of cure. It's great. Oh, I wouldn't mind getting little notes from time to time, like written on paper. Oh, paper notes? Yeah. Pretty like busy. A little motivational. I'm a pretty busy guy. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see if I can add it. But anyways, I, I just love that concept. And here's the other thing too. There were so many great things said in that episode mm -hmm. that like, I don't need to repeat them here, but I just love that concept. Body hygiene, like preventative care, like take care of yourself before it's too late. Yeah, totally. End statement. I also like that it this really all stemmed from his mom. Right. Whole, like the whole concept. Yeah. There was a couple of things about that. I really, Like one, it's just awesome. That's awesome. Family business. Sounds like she was a pretty incredible woman. Yeah. Um, brilliant in her own right. What I also like too, though, did he say this? Is her, was, uh, now I'm assuming, but her is her name Norma? It must be. Norma oh, Tech? I don't know. I maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry if I'm making an incorrect assumption. I don't remember him saying that, but. Well, it just kind of dawned on me. Because <laughs> I, always, I always was like, Norma Tech, that's an interesting name. And yeah. now I'm like, I just, the light bulb just went off. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that I was thinking too is I thought it was so interesting. They created this for one very specific use case, right? Like rehab, sprained yeah. ankles. And it's just, it's such a good lesson too. It's like you can create something, but it might take on a life of its own. And that might actually be it's like best and highest use. Right. Yeah. And I love the fact that like the university of Florida was like, Hey, we need more of these. He's like, how many ankle sprained ankles do you guys have? That's amazing. They're like, no, we're not. UF is very, um, cutting edge. Right. Isn't that also where Gator? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, lots of stuff happens at UF. <laughs> I mean, as far as college athletic programs go, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every sport. I mean, it's, there's about as much investment going on at UF as there is anywhere yeah, else in the country. Um, but no, I just thought it was so cool. And there's a really good lesson there. It's, you know, you can start something, but you kind of have to be open to it, uh, taking on a life of its own Yeah, and then running with it. Uh -huh. Right. Also could have put his head in the sand and be like, no, 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 this is what we do. <laughs> it's like, no, Hey, this is how people are using it. Like see where that can take us. Totally. Now you've used the percussive therapy. Yes. Care to speak to your experience? Um, I love it. It's, I feel like it's <laughs> so much better than foam rolling. That's yes. Right. It really is. Yeah. The kids love it. The kids love it. The they kids love, love it. it. I would, so, two of three kids love it. Oh, that's true. Which one doesn't like it? 
Um, Harper doesn't like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't like it. Mm. She cries. <laughs> if it's anywhere near her, she cries. Gotta talk to her about body hygiene. <laughs> but it's one of those things. Just getting to that age. It's, uh, it's instant relief. And it's really yeah. kind of crazy. It's awesome. And when you do it, you're like, oh, man, was I walking around this tight? I know. All the time? Like, wow, I didn't even realize that was sore yet. It's yeah. kind of just like illuminating. Because it, not only does it make you feel better, it also, as you go through it, you're like, whoa, that's a tight spot. Like mm -hmm. that's like that. Something's going on there. Something's actually injured there. And I just didn't know it. Yeah. It kind of like forces you. And it's such like just a different experience. I'm mm -hmm. sure eventually you use it enough. You, you know, do it without thinking. But the first time you use it, you're like paying so, such close attention. Right. You're like so tuned Oh my in. God. Literally like the when I first started using it on you, I would like look at diagrams to see like where the muscles in the back are, like what <laughs> yeah. I should be doing and like which direction they should be going. Do you remember that? I do. It made a huge difference. I was difference. like, oh, I don't want to like mess up and hit the wrong thing. Yeah. Just going up and down my spine. Yeah. Now you're just like <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was a great one. There was a lot in there. We didn't even talk about the fact that there was a new organ discovered. Yeah, that's crazy. What's the organ? It's wild. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to mess it up. But it's basically that space between, I think he said, like the skin and the muscle, like the interstitium. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on there. There's fascia. There's all sorts of, but yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Again, shocking how much we don't know about our own body. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to get you out of here. You have errands to run. <laughs> you have big plans this weekend. Any yep. final thoughts for the folks listening at home? No, I thought it was a good start to the season two. Good start. Good, solid <laughs> yeah, start. Strong start. I agree. Mm -hmm. Tough to live up to, perhaps. I know. We'll do our best, though. We'll do our best. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. We've got more great shows coming. And uh, as always, let us know what you think. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>